0: Hi, welcome into Are You Serious, Episode 10. I am meteorologist Andrew Dockery. And I am Chief Meteorologist
1: Jamie Arnold here at WMBF News. And uh, we were just talking about uh, bragging a little bit. Let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> our um, numbers. Our numbers. <laughs> our successes.
0: <laughs> I. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, over two thousand views now on YouTube. Thank you to everyone who's listened. Uh, you have the download numbers. Yeah, six hundred on Spotify and Jeez. what's the other one? Apple. Apple. Yeah, Apple. six. Those yeah, are the so main six hundred
1: uh, downloads on those two. Uh, Which is so nuts. so we're happy about that. And anecdotally, yeah, um, we both had things happen uh, this past Saturday. Yeah, uh, when we were at the Derby party, you said someone came up to you and said, "Love the podcast." Yeah. Um, that after, was the first time ever in public, right after the Derby party, uh, me and some of the WBF gang ended up at the uh, after party yeah. at Pine Lakes Tavern and Julie Carr, it was her birthday. Okay. Uh, so we celebrated her birthday, total random stranger. Um, but the first thing she said to me was, we love listening to your podcast. We have made it. And so, you know, we're kind of used to people coming up to us. I oh, love watching you. Yes. I got so excited when somebody said they listened to the podcast. Yeah. So Julie, That's you made my night.
0: That's big. Yeah. I remember the first time someone told me they like enjoyed me on Dining with Dockery. Yeah. So like to actually get that for the RU series, it's like yeah. people are listening. People are actually listening. And, and it's it was like, like it's more than just the traditional viewers too. Like yeah. we always have our loyalists, yeah. which we love. Um, but to get those people, that's awesome. Yeah. So and for that to happen. <laughs> right. It,
1: both on the same night. Yeah, that was that was good. I enjoyed that.
0: And I think it was because of a lot of the momentum from Matt.
1: Yes. <laughs> Matt V two. Matt V two, Fratty Matty, Grilled Cheese Matt. Um yeah, we had such a good time with both Matt and Robert yeah. um, as our first two guests. So take a little break from guests for now, but we're gonna we least have some more lined
0: up. We do. And I don't know. I know we're doing this every week. I don't know if we're ever gonna just end this look. And go to maybe a different look and still do it every week and call it season two? Or if we're just going to say, this I'm, is season two?
1: I'm going to make the executive decision right now. And actually, <laughs> I made it a few weeks ago. I wish we could do it now, but we have to change this look. So
0: we could change the look and call it season two, but you won't miss out on weeks of episodes. And the real reason that we want to change the look is because of this of our view, look
1: uh, right here. It, it is the most unflattering camera view ever, and I can't stand it. I, yeah. I love doing this podcast but when I sit down and see myself on that camera view, yeah. it is awful.
0: If you're listening, cause I know we do have listeners 600 of you. Um, just imagine, you know, rolls of, I, of art. I
1: look like I weigh 600 pounds. <laughs> I, tr- I try to wear the yeah. largest shirt possible. Right. I did too this morning and it still, it still doesn't work. So, you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm not exactly a tiny
0: guy, Yeah, but we got to work on this camera angle. <laughs> um, when we went to the mountains i had i just thought about this when we went to the mountains with my family my dad actually said that he was disappointed that i never mentioned him on the podcast oh so dad here's your mention and then he said i laugh every time you say we're we're still not canceled so i, I
1: have to throw that in yeah. for old yeah. times sake uh, There for, 10 uh,
0: 10 episodes in and
1: still not canceled and still
0: making it yeah he gets jealous anytime i bring up mom since she's in the business right um we had a couple of comments come through, and the premiere for Matt was the best premiere we've ever had.
1: Really loving those premieres. It's, I am too. It's fun to get in there and chat with people yeah. and, and kind of go even a little bit deeper. Yeah. So if you haven't done the premieres yet on YouTube, Thursday nights at 7.30, they're really fun.
0: If they're fun. You get to chat about like what we were talking about, even like I'll listen to the conversation. I'm here. I'm present. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't remember him saying that. Or like the quick witty humor of like you and Matt. Right. Like Matt had a couple one liners. I was like, how did I miss that? Um so yeah, if you listen to us, maybe you join us at 7 31 uh Thursday night on YouTube. Um but on that premiere and then he left a comment as well on the YouTube page. He said it was great getting to know Matt V2. This is from Andy He says, I watch WNBF News every morning, and it's nice to have the interviews to get to know you both, um, because he loves watching you and me in the morning when you're here, too. He said, it would be awesome to do the same style interviews we did with Matt and Robert with the anchors.
1: And we're planning on that. I know. We are planning on that. It'll be fun. It's going
0: to be a blast. Yeah,
1: especially with that morning crew.
0: Oh, Darion. I'm a lo- a Darion, oh, Darion, yes,
1: but I'm also a little bit worried about me and Lauren together because yeah. me and Lauren we get together. Giddy. And uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can we can be troublemakers. We're those two kids at the back of the class that are giggling and
0: Now, Lauren, we may have to get some wine when you come on the podcast if you're ever listening to this. (laughs) Yeah, we can make that
1: happen. Or she'll probably
0: bring her own in her coffee mug. She'll bring her own
1: bottle in the coffee mug. Uh,
0: All right, our questions for this week. I'm really um, excited about a couple of these for different reasons. First, James said in a recent episode that I said um, how much rain I received in a recent storm, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. I don't even remember saying that, but apparently I did. Um, James says, what kind of weather stations do you all use if you have them? Or if you don't have them, why don't you have weather stations? I'll be honest with you, James. I just use the typical rain gauge that you could buy at Walmart for 4 bucks. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with those. And You're I actually fine. broke mine about a week ago <laughs> <laughs> on the weed eater, so I have to go buy it. It's in the hardware section. It's like $4. It's yeah. right? I used to have a weather station. Yeah. It's a lot to keep up with.
1: They are, and if you want anything <sighs> resembling accurate data, they're expensive. They're kind of expensive, and you have to be really particular, and they have to be calibrated. I don't have the time or the energy. Yeah, um, um, I don't even have a rain gauge at my house. I live in the woods, yeah. So uh, rain gauges, tough. it's you know, I, I don't have anywhere accurate to yeah. get reliable rainfall. So I, I just kind of gauge how wet the ground is and how many puddles there are. <laughs> <laughs> That's my ring gauge. Well, uh, got you know. about an
0: inch. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, James, if you do have a weather station if you're looking for tips and you want us to help you, I know just the, the team member. Yeah. meteorologist Robert Whitehurst. Yeah, <laughs> would be able to tell you that because he is fascinated
1: with that stuff. Yeah, he loves that stuff. He's an instrument guy. Or, if you're just interested in rain, ooh, I like that. Um, I know where you're going. If you just want to do rain, um, you can join what's called Coco Ross, C O C O R A H S H S. Yes. Do you Coco remember Ross. what it stands for?
0: Oh,
1: Cooperative i'm gonna look it up cooperative something anyway you can sign up for coco raws and they will actually send you a free one a free national weather service approved uh rain gauge community wait hold on Commun- community collaborative research uh, hold on hold on rise probably rain or yeah something. Uh, grassroots, da, da da okay. They have everything about COCO ROS <laughs> except for what it stands for. Uh, Community Collaborative Rain, Hail, and Snow Network. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Because you report
1: if you saw that um, too. So Google COCO ROS. Yeah. If you want a free rain gauge, um, and you can get one and you can actually submit your data to the national weather service. And because it's a national weather service rain gauge, yep. uh, they know that it's very accurate. You know your four buck one from Walmart, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want the really good stuff, really good measurements, yep. these are kind of big rain gauges yeah, that they massive. send you from Coco Ross, and uh, they're really cool. They can hold a lot of rain, so if you get a you know 20 inches in a hurricane, it's going to hold a lot of that. Yeah, um, so Coco Ross is great.
0: And basically, with that program, you report to them every morning, yeah, either zero. A tenth of an inch, whatever. Yeah, and and it it goes out, and it actually comes to us. Yeah, we can so you would be access. helping us out if you if you got a yeah. part of Cocoa Ross. Yeah. Um, because then when we make the rainfall totals maps, people always ask, well, where are you pulling that from? Right. Well, well there you go. Coco Ross. Cocoa Ross station yeah. somewhere yeah. So else. So, Coco Ross. Coco Ross. James, thank you for that question. Yeah. Um, Rose asked a good one, and it's a good thing when we were talking about severe weather. I've been saving some of these questions. I think I have a list of about 30 now, which oh, wow. is just good. nuts. Uh, Rose says, the safest place to go if you're out and about during a tornado warning, which is good because we always preach like, hey, if you're in your home. But this is a good one, Rose. I like that, especially with severe weather season here.
1: You know, it used to be back in the day, like I remember when I was young, like go in a ditch, find a ditch. Yeah. That needs to be like your last last resort. Last resort. Yep. And here's why. Ditches are nasty. Yeah. Especially around here. The last <laughs> thing I want to do is to crawl into a water filled, snake infested yeah. ditch around here. That's terrible.
0: Especially like over in Conway, where you get yeah. the, well, you got yeah. the marsh and the water. Marsh, and the water yeah, wall. no. Yeah. So
1: uh, it's hard to say. Yeah, because every situation is going to every different. situation is different. It's hard to be somewhere where there is absolutely zero shelter. Correct. So you know your car isn't an ideal spot. Yeah. Neither is a ditch. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So
0: the nearest shelter possible. Nearest shelter possible. Anything's going to be better than a ditch or your car. I would say if you could put walls between you and outside, however that is, yeah, of some
1: of some sort, get it done. Yeah, yeah. Better yet, if there's a risk of th- thunderstorms with tornadoes. Keep up with it and yeah. don't be have a plan out in
0: the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere when there yeah. might be a tornado. <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah. really good. And the tough part about that too is I know, um, you know, if we were out in the plains, these storms wouldn't be rain wrapped, which means yeah. you can't see the tornado. Beca- yeah. But most of the time here in South Carolina, it's rain wrapped. It's going to be a bad storm. You don't even know, so you're probably hopefully going to be taking cover at least. Like, right. okay, let me slow down and pull off. Pull off. Yeah. So, um, good question, Rose. Yeah. And the reason we don't explain that as much. It's because it's hard to explain. It is. On on air. It is, yeah. So the easiest thing is if you're home, you're taking place, but that would be for work or whatever, too. Right. So, right. Um, good question. I have one question that okay. I wanted to ask Love after it. listening, and then we'll get into our topic today. When it comes to hiring your meteorologist for your team, because- For we, my team? Yep. For okay. your okay. team. Your okay. team. Yep. What are some things you- Why am you I hiring a new one, or, new one? or <laughs> you got something you want to tell me? <laughs> Bye, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> um, What are some things you look for? Cause we just got to know Matt and Robert. Obviously I joined this team. Like what are some things that you look for qualities? I really want to see the passion. Mm. I'm
1: much more interested in that than I am what school you graduated from. You know, I want to see your severe weather experience, but really the passion, Mm. um, one of the favorite things i love to do with somebody who says they're into weather or may potentially be here is kind of oh i know what you're going to say walk outside with them yeah and a true meteorologist the second they open a the door and walk outside what's the first thing they do look up they look up mm-hmm. and that's just and it's just habit because mm-hmm. you just want to see what's going on yeah uh, that's one of the things i look for in somebody you know hey let's go to lunch walk yeah. out the door all right this mm-hmm. one has it in them because a lot of people I think like us, we just have weather in us. Yeah. It's just, we don't know where it came from. It's not like we just decided, let me try this meteorologist thing. You know, it's in us. And I, I'm, you're the same way. Just live, eat, and breathe
0: weather. Nonstop. Nonstop. It's so bad that like, even when I'm home. Yeah. Yeah yeah i'm go peek out the window right yeah always <laughs> that cloud always. looks cool yeah let's snap a photo yeah
1: and i live in the woods if there's a storm coming or something or even some fun looking clouds i will get in my car drive out of my neighborhood look around at the sky just to see what's going on yeah because my
0: yeah. my favorite storm clouds and this is so basic is just to see the speed of the upper level winds yeah i could just sit pull a beach chair and yep. just watch clouds roaring by all day. Yeah, and i'm it. like y'all these are crazy yeah in fact i'll, I'll text you all a lot like yeah. these clouds are booking yeah. it today um but yeah okay good yeah. question yeah so i look for the passion and you can
1: you can pick out that passion yeah i mean obviously i want you to be good and whatever but yeah i want that passion
0: passion comes easily with yeah. your little test i didn't yeah. think about that yeah. I love apparently that. i looked up so that's good news yeah. Yeah. you looked up <laughs> Um, All right, so we were discussing what we wanted to do for this upcoming episode, and you brought your glasses because we're getting nerdy. Yeah, and I'm blind. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about the hurricane. We've been talking about hurricanes a lot. In fact, we're circling back around. Circling back around. 23 days when we're recording. On Thursday, this is going to be 21 days until hurricane season. Dun, dun, dun. Here we are. Um, When we talk about that... We were talking about the outlook and yeah. what Colorado State does and is going to release theirs later this month. They're referencing El Nino. Yes. And you hear us say this a lot, and I always feel bad yeah. when we say it because mm-hmm. to the traditional viewer, they probably don't care, but to the Are You Serious junkies, we need a fan group. Yeah, a little right. Now, <laughs> let me think on that. Yeah. Um, to our Are You Serious listeners, I know they're obsessed with the weather. Yeah. So El Nino and La Nina, pretty easy, but has some pretty big implications to the forecast. Really does. And not just for
1: hurricane season, but for snow lovers. Snow lovers, cold weather lovers, rain lovers. You know, it's they're two very, I don't want to say simple, but most common sort of weather patterns globally that can have major impacts on things. People wouldn't understand, I think the amount of different patterns and how globally water temperatures the the madden Julian oscillation. maybe yeah. we can really geek out one of these days <laughs> but um, yeah but El Nino <laughs> you know the North Atlantic oscillation, yeah. these different global patterns but uh, El Nino and La Nina are definitely two of the most I think well known they've gotten a lot of publicity mm-hmm. and certainly uh, here recently uh, we've had a lot of La Nina talk because we had a somewhat unusual uh, what's called a triple dip. La Nina. We've had three consecutive years uh, of La Nina up until now, um, which to really dumb it down, La Nina is the cooling of the water off the coast of Central and South America.
0: And when we say cooling, too, we're not saying record breaking cooling. We're talking minimal difference. Yes. Can make big implications. So the official La Nina is colder than 0.5 degrees celsius of the normal water temperature in the pacific ocean i know that sounds crazy but because of the colder water that can have a completely different forecast pattern or implication on the forecast pattern and eventually our weather um and it does
1: um... (laughs) what's the easiest (laughs) way to explain it Gosh, where do we, where, I, I'm so used. I'm not. I'm so used to having maps and know, graphs to show this, so it's kind of hard. But you know, it you start to alter the jet stream, correct patterns, yeah. And in a very broad sense, speaking, let's kind of keep it regional uh, for us. A La Niña pattern, especially during the winter months, does tend to lead to overall milder, mm-hmm. but also drier. Yeah. Um, which is pretty much what we had this past winter. Yeah. Um, El Nino, literally
0: the opposite. The opposite. Yeah. If you're a snow lover fan, you would always grow up. Anytime you heard the word El Nino, especially in Kentucky. Oh, this is our yeah. year. Yeah. Like we're going to get the El, big one. El, El Ninos Nino.
1: can be fun. If you like active weather. Yes. Um, I'm already a little excited about our upcoming winter.
0: Yeah, for, for sure. El Nino.
1: For sure. Um, Because they can tend to be fun.
0: I like to think of it, too, like, this is really dumbing it down. Mm -hmm. Like, almost to the point to where it's too dumb. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) La Nina, I literally think of, and growing up, how I remembered it, before I had any meteorology degree, I take the L, and I Mm -hmm. put the dip, and you have a more dipped jet stream in the middle of the country. Yeah. El Nino... You have a more active jet stream that is more flat further south. Yes. That that jet basically is going straight across the Gulf of Mexico. I think of winter severe weather. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And
1: El Nino winters around here can be really strange. And they yeah. can go either way. And while there are sort of these broad overall definitions that go with La Nina or El Nino, Um, There are other factors that can also really play into that. Mm -hmm. La Nina typically produces a really dry West Coast winter. If you think back to this previous winter, one of the wettest and snowiest on records, thanks to some other factors that were in play. So it's not clear cut every single time. You know, you can... Just like this past winter, overall, it was mild. It was a typical La Nina winter, except for about that seven-day period right around Christmas when Mm -hmm. it was crazy cold. Yeah, You know, you can get little breaks, things, the pattern will relax a little bit enough. So, you have to speak in sort of generalities with these two patterns. Uh, One other little fun fact, where did the name come from? Um, El Nino means Mm -hmm. boy-child. In Spanish. In Spanish. uh, And it references... Usually, right around Christmas, is when the water temperatures start to warm up. So, boy child, Jesus Christmas—that's how it's. Got
0: and its La Nina name. is girl child. Girl child, yes. That's wild. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, just for people that may not know, or maybe our diehard, are you serious listeners who have listened to all ten? We appreciate it. If you want a basic understanding, an easy way to kind of watch this progress, because. We don't just talk about this during winter. We don't talk Mm -hmm. about this during hurricane season. This is an ongoing thing with the winds in the Pacific. So typically a neutral phase is when you don't have El Nino or La Nina. Your trade winds are going to be more active. Jokingly referred to as El Nada. Yeah, El Nada. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Nothing at all. Um, If you want to look at the forecast, some of the basic ways to do it is if you type in ENSO. ENSO forecast, E-N-S-O, which means El Nino Southern Oscillation, Um, type that into Google. You will be able to see both forecasts and probability all the way through the next 12 months. Yes. And if you look at that, there is a very strong probability that there will be an El Nino. Now, to that point, how strong would that El Nino be?
1: Right. And that is the big question leading into hurricane season, and we refer to how strong will the El Nino be basically refers to how warm does that water get off the Central American coast and to what depth. It's also the depth of that warm water, you know, is it really deep and a lot of that. And again, this is, gets really complicated (laughs) depends literally on the trade winds in the Indian ocean and Mm -hmm. the central Pacific ocean and how they shift and shift the warmer water. So it's complicated. Yeah. But there's generalities that we can follow which is
0: yeah take a now. snow forecast take a, a severe weather forecast and then think of all the complications from that yeah and there's still more for el nino and La Nina. Yeah, it G- is complex
1: it is very complex but generally speaking like we said around <laughs> here generally speaking el nino favors a overall quieter hurricane season mm-hmm. um because of the altering jet stream you get you tend to get more wind shear across the atlantic ocean uh which tends to delay storms or keep them from forming um el nino winters around here tend to be really wet Mm -hmm. um because as you mentioned you get the jet stream that's typically further south Mm kind of comes Mm -hmm. into california dips across the middle of the country a lot of time it makes that dip over the gulf of mexico you get that kind of energy flowing over the Gulf of Mexico that is always warm, yeah. and you get frequent storms that develop, and they kind of ride up the East Coast, yeah. so you get a lot more rain. You get a lot more precipitation locally from a typical El Nino winter, and it also bumps up the chances that you could see some wintry weather if you can get that cold air timed out just right. Yeah, so it's, I it's enjoy, a timing I enjoy those El Nino winters, uh, but they can also, you know, it doesn't take much to kind of shift that jet stream just north. A little bit, and you can also get a lot of severe weather even in the middle of the winter mm-hmm. uh, with an El Nino pattern.
0: That jet stream on a traditional El Nino is basically right over South Carolina. Yeah, you get one that's a little bit weaker. You have fluctuations to the yep. north. You get one that's stronger. You have more to the south. Yeah. I think the the big million dollar question, and I wish we knew the answer. And this is what we don't know: How will and we do for a little bit, but how will this El Nino strengthen? Mm -hmm. To what degree. Mm -hmm. And then also, just because you have a strong El Nino doesn't mean that there's not opportunities of windows there for hurricanes. Because what happens is typically with warm ocean waters, which we're already seeing, we'll get a hurricane to come through. And if you have that strong jet, Mm -hmm. that hurricane is typically torn apart or directed somewhere else. Yes. So it's going to be the million dollar question for us this season is, okay, let's look at where that jet is. And I think we're going to have to look at that a little bit more. And how is that going to play into the development, let alone, if there is one out there, the future forecast of that cyclone itself? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: all very important. And I've been looking into some stuff on about El Ninos. And the big question is, as we were saying, is how strong does this year's El Nino get? Yeah. Uh, but we also mentioned when we did the hurricane season forecast podcast was, you know, we're also sort of countering that with the unseasonably warm water temperatures in the Atlantic, which Mm -hmm. tends to kind of counter El Nino. So that's why you're not seeing a forecast really far from average, because we have this, El Nino says, eh, slow season, warm water temperature says busy season. We're kind of very close to average. Um, But one of the interesting aspects of El Nino, um, especially a stronger El Nino in the Atlantic is, Uh, That wind shear, that jet stream uh, tends to rip storms apart in the central Atlantic. So we all talk about the big clusters of storms, the waves that come off the African coast. Those are the ones that tend to get disrupted the most. Mm -hmm. You got to be careful in El Nino because if one of those is strong enough, that wind shear can kind of keep it weak and it can just kind of trudge along and get Mm -hmm. sheared apart and get sheared apart until it gets north of the Caribbean, north just north of Puerto Rico, El Nino years tend to favor development in that area. And mm-hmm. we always say, and I was always taught long time ago, you know, if you get a storm that makes it right around Puerto Rico or just north of Puerto Rico, you really gotta watch it. Yeah. Um, because that puts it sort of in that general vicinity on a global scale. It's basically in our backyard. Yeah. You get something Puerto Rico, Northern Caribbean, Doesn't take much for it to kind of sneak its way into our area. So that's something we're going to be watching. We call it kind of late bloomers. Mm. You know, typical hurricane, you know, forms in the central Atlantic, safely curves out to sea, no big deal. So I think we're going to see this year maybe more in close development, maybe more homegrown development.
0: Mm. Which typically we see that in the early time, but it's not as more powerful storms. Yeah. Um, With La Nina, you would see more waves coming off the African coast. Weaker waves too yeah. would make it further west. So um, that's really good. I've tried to explain this to the best of our ability. I feel like the main question that we have to watch from now on is so what? What does this mean for the next month? What does this yeah. mean for, you know, June, July, August? That's going to be the million dollar question. And that's why Colorado State exists. Because yeah, right. they are the ones that pump money into. All the oscillations yeah. and the forecasts and the water temperatures that um, they're just way smarter at it than we are, so yeah. we love that. Yeah, um,
1: so, and we'll, we'll be looking for their update. And again, Noah's update comes out later this month, and I'm sure it's probably going to follow fairly. Typically, you wouldn't see anything too crazy. The same, yeah. Um, but but like I said, you can't just broad brush mm-hmm. an El Nino hurricane season and say it's going to be quiet because um, in addition to the warm water temperatures in the Atlantic, also forecast for a much more active african monsoon season yeah a more robust monsoon season in africa means bigger and stronger clusters of storms that roll off the african coast if that's holding in uh, you know august september october then we could very easily be busy and we've had plenty of hurricane hits in here in an el nino year
0: yeah and that's the thing is el nino or la nina doesn't really change our impacts it doesn't takes one yep and Regardless of where you may read some stuff, aka some of the other news outlets, not in town but yeah. around, more I think on the national level. On yeah. The national yeah. level, I think, I think it's to a point to where you see the El Nino and they want to, they want to kind of downtrend. Oh, it's going to be a quiet hurricane yeah. season. Don't let your guard down. Don't
1: let your guard down. And in a lot of ways, especially as we were mentioning, and we'll call it out. I don't care on the on the bigger scale, <laughs> more national media outlets. Yeah. It's a lot like climate change. You can't. You can't say that this hurricane is because of climate change, and we can't say that that hurricane is because of El Nino or La Nina. That's not how it works. No. So just keep that in mind as we head into the the summer. Stick with your local guys. (laughs) We'll keep it real.
0: Um, It's crazy because El Nino and La Nina is synoptic meteorology. Yeah. Broad scale. Yep. And then you get down to the hurricane level, Mm -hmm. and you're talking mesoscale meteorology honest, mm-hmm. but it's influenced by your synoptic level yeah basically how for people that have never done weather and you're like what are we talking about <laughs> let me just reframe this if you're listening you go up to where planes fly yeah basically the forecast there dictates everything below mm-hmm. and everything that's happening at your ground is happening because of what's above mm-hmm. our atmosphere is a fluid mm-hmm same way with his el nino and la nina. So we're talking synoptic or wide scale forecast patterns to try to dictate what's going to happen on the meso or even micro scale. micro scale, yeah. Cuz at yeah. the end of the day we're talking yeah. about what eight right. counties. Yeah. Yeah. What's going to happen October. for us in <laughs> right. in October, September. Right. So yeah. it's tough. It's not it it's not a a science that we've nailed down completely, but we do know based off previous trends. Yeah hey, this is, this is what we can expect. So I don't know if we did a good job or not. but
1: That was pretty intense. That was pretty intense. We'll see how many people we lose on this one. <laughs> people are, like, canceling their downloads. They're like, I can't listen to these guys anymore.
0: That all they did was talk in Spanish. Uh, right. <laughs> you said we were going to do it, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, we did it. We did it. Um, Let's talk about what's coming up. Yeah. So we are working on our hurricane special. Mm-hmm. And I am excited. Um, We talked about doing a live podcast. Yes. And last
1: episode. And a lot of people said they would show up. So we're going to have to hold them to it. Especially (laughs) if we decide to do this.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're going to say a date yet. But let's just say it is in the works.
1: It is in the works. Um, It'll be in June uh, as part of our sort of kickoff to hurricane season. Um, So, yeah, we're still working on
0: that. And I think that'll be fun. And, um, yeah, so y'all better show up. I'm thinking it will be like us two live crowd. Yeah. Which is gonna be weird. Yeah. And then maybe a mic to where people can ask questions so other people can hear their questions. I love it. Yeah. What would be embarrassing is if no
1: one goes up to the mic. Or no one shows up. And it's just and it's just me and you again hanging out at a bar somewhere. (laughs) Which may be our most popular. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be good. I don't know. Oh Lord. Yeah, so So that'll be fun so we'll be working on that let's change the subject let's talk about some fun stuff yeah let's talk about um let's talk about what happened to me last week doing the 11 o'clock news um i'm going up to the bam which we've talked about before our big blank monitor which is where we do weather i don't know if i've heard this story um i posted about it on facebook oh um must not follow you my probably not nobody (laughs) else does um my open rand and now you're certified most accurate forecast yeah And it's the second that that open introducing me was shutting down and I was about to start my 11 p.m. newscast weather, a gnat flew in my nose. Flew in my nose. And it proceeded to crawl around in my nose for three and a half minutes.
0: I'll be honest with you. Lauren was the one who told me about this. Mm -hmm. And if it were me, I would have just picked it. Just, I, and, just, and just went to town. The entire time
1: that I was doing my forecast, my brain kept going back and forth between, okay, Jamie, you can get through this. Or, Jamie, just run out of the studio and blow your nose because it was driving me insane. It was driving me insane. Three times, I think I tried. I haven't even gone back to watch, but I just remember three times sort of casually doing this, which... It's kind of hard to casually do that when you're, you know, on the air, um, but I did, and every time I did, it would relieve it for about ten seconds, and then it would start crawling around again um, in my nose. But in my heart of hearts, my soul wanted to leave my body and run out of there and just blow my nose so hard. Um, but I made it through, and then, then I ran out of the studio and blew my nose. So that was fun. That was last week. Mm. Yeah that was fun i i really
0: think i would just be like yeah. excuse me yeah and just, or in, in hindsight
1: i should have just stopped and said y'all i've got a bat in my <laughs> nose <laughs> but i try to be professional every once in a while so that was fun
0: uh i lost my voice this week yeah which i'm still recovering i feel like i'm good and then i'm not and it's all freaking allergies yeah i feel fine yeah other than whatever this is um i woke up thursday mm-hmm. yeah you were sounding awful Awful. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It got to the point to where I think I had like eight cups of tea during the show. Yeah. I hate tea, yeah, with a passion. Mm-hmm. Tea and cough drops. I would like yeah. keep a cough drop. Awful. And I think it was from gardening. Probably
1: so. Being outside, mm-hmm. um, thankfully, you recovered enough to uh, make it to the Derby party. Yeah, had a great time. Had a great time. Uh, we all did. That was for Habitat for Humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the WBF crew was there, so we had a good time with that. I'm sure our amazing producer Anya will pull up some f- pictures. But yeah, it was fun. Everybody your was dressed pink great. Shoes broke out my pink shoes that I you know wear maybe once every two or three years. So broke those out, and you and your suspenders, and we were judging best dressed. Yeah. Uh, which I, I have a feeling, had he not been an employee, Darion may have been pretty high up in the best yeah. dress. He was looking pretty sharp
0: that night. And he already told me that he returned his uh, jacket, too.
1: I'm not sure we should have said that, but yeah, he wore that jacket one night, and now he's sending it back. And now it's going to Amazon. Yep, now it's going back to Amazon. There sure so. It didn't fit right. <laughs> didn't fit. Didn't fit. <laughs> Took him all night to wear it just to make sure, but yeah, it didn't
0: fit. Just, it was yeah. too snug. Yeah, um, yeah. fun time. Anytime we could do that, it's always a blast. We're also getting into that time of year. I look forward to Um, festivals are really ramping up. Farmers' markets are back in town. CCMF is weeks away. A couple weeks, yeah. Coastal Carolina baseball is fighting to maybe host some regionals for the College World Series. Like, holy smokes. Busy time. Um, May and April is packed. Yeah. When you're not running around like crazy, what are you up to right now? we got Um, about five minutes. Five minutes, wow, this flew by fast. Still working in the garden.
1: Um, Posted on Facebook the other day, um, I harvested radishes, uh, which are fun. if you're a beginner gardener and if you want something really easy to grow, we should radishes do a beginner
0: gardener it, segment. Yeah, I'd love it. I don't I think we'll do, we'll do a whole episode, radishes. but we could we could do a little segment. Yeah, bring in something next week, and then we'll yeah. be like, "Oh, hey, All what right, do you I got, you got from Jamie's garden?"
1: So uh, yeah, so radishes. Pull those radishes out of the ground Sunday. That's fun. Um, super fun fact about radishes: seed into the ground to harvest about 30 days. So it's really good for if like if you're impatient, if you just want to try gardening, give it a try radishes are the way to go what you do with them after you harvest them i have no idea like i'll have a little bit of a radish in a salad maybe uh thanks to everybody on facebook who said like you can roast them like potatoes you can throw them in a roast a little olive oil salt yeah, roast pepper would be good so i'll try that i'll try that i feel like a roast would be good yeah. Buy like a big chuck roast yeah. and um and basically pie. use the radishes as like potatoes yeah apparently they taste
0: carrots r- Basically the same once they're roasted. So we'll we are kind of getting out of the roasting season, so you better do it yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to eat a roast when it's ninety yeah. degrees outside, yeah. and if you do, I judge you. Yeah. Um So they, that's all I'm working on gardening and okay. putzing along with
1: that. Nice. Napping.
0: <laughs> Love a good nap.
1: Thinking about a summer vacation. Okay. You know, I usually try to get somewhere like in July before the kind of the craziness of hurricane season shows up.
0: Yeah. I don't know where I want to go. We don't have a summer vacation this year. Yeah. I don't know. I we just, have. We're going home. Yeah.
1: You know, I like my, my winter vacations, you know, I like those, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere where it's cold and snowy and those tend to be a little more adventure vacations where I'm hiking and exploring or whatever. I like my summer vacations to be
0: nothing, just chill, but somewhere warm. Hopefully Matt B one doesn't hear this, but you should maybe try to plan it out to go to the Bahamas area. August
1: right yeah and maybe catch one I learned a long time ago in this business I never I never plan any trips in August or September I don't even about the first week of October I I really want to I had a couple of vacations ruined and canceled and made to come back early because of hurricanes so yeah
0: I would rather just plan it late yeah Wait till the week of and be like, yeah. oh, we're oh, good. It looks okay, quiet. i want to go somewhere. I'm going to go. Yeah. 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 So, so I've been looking at some uh, concerts and festivals for yeah. like September, and I'm like, eh, we'll just so buy the like, week of. You like to do stuff. You do stuff. <laughs> you and the wife, y'all do stuff.
1: I, d- I like to do stuff sometimes. Summer, I don't like to do stuff. I hate the heat. I hate the humidity. I get grumpy in the summer. Overall, I start hibernating once we get daily, like 88 and over I, I pretty much go into hibernation yeah um, I just I don't and the older I get the grumpier I get and the worse I hate the heat I can't stand it so I definitely don't do stuff in the summer yeah it's hibernation for yeah, you. it is hibernation season yeah
0: <laughs> um if I'm out in the summer well I mean I do a lot of yard work and all but try to get a tan trying to get the skin darker Yeah. yeah. um but I will do it to where early morning Late evening. Yeah. Nothing it, beats the evening. But even around here.
1: Yeah, about July it, and August, it's awful. Yeah, it's 90 degrees at <laughs> 10 in the morning. Like, nope, not doing it. Not doing it. And that's where yeah. we'll,
0: we'll have a what's Jamie watching
1: segment. <laughs> right. Maybe I'll be in, into something other than a British gardening show by that point.
0: Oh, I cannot believe how quick these go by now. Yeah. Um. That is it. All right. That is it for episode 10. 10, yeah. Does it feel like we've done 10? It doesn't. It I don't doesn't. think so either. So...
1: We're still I learning, guess that's a good thing. Yeah, we're still learning and figuring this out, so keep you know keep the questions
0: coming and do all that, and we'll get around to them. Um, I don't know what we're doing next episode. It'll be a surprise. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We, we didn't really know what we were doing this episode until yeah, 45 minutes ago. And we're sorry if we uh, took you to a lesson, a weather lesson. Yeah. Yeah,
1: maybe we should try to, maybe the next episode will lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, we'll have to Do fun. something a little more fun. Figure out something fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry for the you thought this was the worst <laughs> one today. <eight. laughs> uh that does it for us. Are you serious? The weather conversation between you and us. We will see you next Thursday. Thanks y'all.